Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Campfire questions on the Batch Report, Bachelor in Paradise, Canada, episode two. We left off in the middle of the big campfire game where they had to answer very specific questions. They could either ask individuals or their group as a whole. Yeah. So the one question that stood out to me was Caitlin asked Camille about Vey and his date. Yeah. So I felt like there was a lot, a lot of passive aggressiveness when it came to what Caitlin was saying and what Vey was saying basically the whole time. They were both like, oh, you know, this would be a deal breaker for me in a relationship. And the other one would be like, well, this would be a deal breaker for me. But they were obviously taking jabs at each other. Right. I think there's a lot of jealousy factor there. And then Lisa basically says she hates people who ghost. And everyone there claims that they have never ghosted anyone ever. And Lisa does not believe it. Yeah. Because, you know, Lisa's already sitting there like thinking the worst about every single person. I think Lisa's probably like one of my favorites on the beach. Oh, if she goes home, I'm going to be so bummed. Yeah. She's the Mary of Bachelor in Paradise, Canada. Kind of. And she needs to find her Connor. We'll see if she does. I hope she does. I wish her the best. So they says that she just had this amazing date and then Camille says that he's not ready to fully commit in that he kind of wants to seek out other relationships. Right. Like, I think that Camille still has little heartwarming feelings for Caitlin. Mm-hmm. And Vey was just kind of like a fling. Well, I think Vey, he was like, he was into Caitlin. Vey asked him on a date and he was like, it's day two. Why would I not go on a date with somebody? Right. But I don't think he was ever like fully interested in Vey. I mean, it sure seemed like he was fully interested on the date, but that also could just be, like, sexual tension. And he was like, oh, let me kiss them and see if there's some, like, great passion yeah. here. And he was like, yeah, it was good, but not, like, good enough to give up something else. And he also mentions that he had actually met Caitlin before the show. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because on the American one, if someone knew someone before the show, it was like, oh, my gosh, you knew them before? Like, why are you even here? Like, they did that with multiple people last season where it's like, if you already met them, why are you here? Like, why are you wasting our time? Why are you doing this whole thing if you knew you were going to be with them regardless? Yeah. Um, so. They then do their theme song, which I wrote was the most Canadian theme song they could have possibly done. Like, yeah, I thought it was kind of catchy. I it, don't know. It was catchy. Andrew was, like, guessing the words before they even, like, came on. And they have, like, maple leaves. Just, yeah. like, every so often. Really uh, caught Lindsay's attention. She just wants to give it a shout-out. So I do. It was so good. The yeah. editors this season, honestly, I feel like know the show is so ridiculous that they want to make it as funny as possible. Right. So another um, intimate relationship that's forming is Brendan M. and Angela. And Stacy kind of sees this, and she had her eye on Brendan M. So she... Basically pulls Brandon aside and starts to chat about him and tries to figure out where they 
stand because she feels like she had dibs on him. Yeah, and he was basically like, oh, I really like you, and I really want to explore this relationship, but I also want to explore other relationships. But I really like you. He basically says he's into Angela. But he still wants her, like, on the back burner. He wants her to, like, pursue him. And she's like, I'm going to go to do other things. Yeah, she was like, if he's not going to fully pursue me, I'm not, like, sticking around for this. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Then we also have the... Caitlin being into Camille, Camille into Caitlin, Camille sort of into Vey, Vey's into Camille, but then Chris is into Caitlin. It's like this weird, as they put it, like a square. Yeah. But Vey's not into Chris. So it's like a little bizarre. Um, then we have a newcomer show up to the island, David. Oh, David. So he had been on the Canadian Bachelorette on Jasmine season. And Lisa is immediately freaking out because she just hates him. She will not hug him when he, like, comes in and is like, a buddy, nay, nay. And we find out that they had gone on a bunch of dates. And they went on, like, this influencer trip together where he basically went around the whole time saying, like, oh, I'm so famous. Even though she was the one invited and he was, like, the guest. Yeah, it came off a little petty. So he was, like, spending the whole time saying, oh, I'm here because I'm so famous from this show. And then he, like, slept with someone else while on this trip with her. Right. Which, and he doesn't even deny it either. No, he's like, oh, I should probably apologize to you. And she's like, yeah, three years too late, bro. Yeah. Like, on TV, you're going to wait three years like, and you're do this on wait TV. you're going to to apologize until you absolutely feel like it's so uncomfortable that you have to. She called it cringy, and I agree. Yeah. It was super cringy. Which that does happen a little later, but still. But uh, David asks Alice on a date. And this is when I realized that I actually really like Alice. They did not show her in episode one very much. Right. This is like really the first glimpse I even get to see of Alice. So I had to Google her because I was like, she's not from The Bachelor Canada. This was someone they just found. But she was actually Miss Canada in Miss Universe. And she is also from China, which I think is pretty cool, and has like a master's degree in science. So she's really well-rounded. She's a really great catch. And I was kind of bummed that she agreed to go on this date with David. But, you know. I mean, David just basically tried to make out with her. And, like, she was like, eh, it's not really my personality. I think he did get a kiss. But you'll have to go back and check that because I can't verify. Yeah. Uh, But I really do. I have, like, a lot of respect for Alice just because, like, she stays very true to herself true to herself and her and like what she believes in and she actually falls through with it which i'm like okay cool like, yeah love that about her so so chris and stacy are now kind of like a thing but he's like oh i really like stacy and she's like i'm kind of like exploring my options but like chris isn't someone i normally go for but you know i'll give it a shot and this is like the weirdest relationship to me but we will get to that right after we talk about our sponsors <laughs> Making content is an essential part of what we do to keep the show going, but it hasn't always been a seamless creative process. I know the first time we ever had to make a cover for our podcast, it was a complete mess, and I'm so glad that we discovered Canva so early on because Canva Pro makes it so easy to design anything like a pro on any device, and they have so many templates. They have so many stock photos. They have so many fonts that it makes everything we design super seamless and easy, whether it be an Instagram post a cover for the podcast, a video, 
anything, they have us covered. Canva Pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Designing with Canva Pro is amazingly fast and fun, and you can choose from thousands of templates that are easy to customize or start from scratch. Canva Pro has endless premium fonts, photos, videos, and so much more that add personality and edge to whatever you're designing. You know that cool new cover that we have right now? You know what? We made that on Canva, and you can make something just as cool just as easily by designing on Canva Pro yourself. Designing together has never been easier. Sharing, editing, and commenting in real time, Canva Pro helps you stay organized on the same page and on top of team projects. No more misplaced files or tedious back and forth. Plus, you and four teammates can unlock everything Canva Pro has to offer for just $12.99 a month. With Canva Pro's content planner, you'll save time planning, creating, and posting social media content too. Pause scheduled posts and edit them at any time. My favorite Canva Pro feature is the huge huge catalog they have of stock photos because I hate having to go and being like, oh, this is $79 a photo. It's $99 a photo. It is all included with Canva Pro. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use our promo code. Just go to canva.me slash batch report to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash batch report. Canva.me slash batch report. Let's be real. Shopping for underwear is not exactly a fun time. And some pairs don't fit right. They're not exactly cute. You know, sometimes they're too tight on the butt, too loose on the butt, too tight on the hips, too loose on the hips. And they just look like garbage. And I always dreaded this process so much that I would rather wear old pairs from years ago than shop for new ones. And that has all changed when I upgraded my underwear game with Parade. I am obsessed and you will be too. So one thing I love is the sustainable fabrics. And not only are they good for the environment, but they feel so comfortable, so soft. They always lay perfectly on my skin and the fit is impeccable. Everything I have from Parade is insanely comfortable and so soft that I even forget I'm wearing it. Their products are made of super soft recycled fabrics with sizes ranging from extra small to triple extra large. As a brand, Parade is all about championing self-expression and diversity. And unlike other underwear brands that I have previously seen, the brand celebrates all body types, identities, and personal stories. It feels great to support a brand that is truly representative, inclusive, and empowered. Finally, I love Parade's commitment to social good. They use recycled fabrics, biodegradable packaging, and are on the road to carbon positivity. They also donate 1% of all sales to causes I can personally choose from, like reproductive rights, racial equality, and LGBTQ plus communities. And some of my favorite items from there are the new bodysuits that they have in stock. They have mesh ones that have long sleeves, super chic. You can wear them under a t-shirt. You can just wear them, you know, on your own as like a piece of lingerie. Whatever you do, it's super chic, super cute, and so comfortable. Upgrade your underwear drawer like I did with Parade. Head to yourparade.com slash batch report and use code batch report to get 20% off your first order. That's y-o-u-r-p-a-r-a-d-e.com slash batch report code Batch report for 20% off your first order. So back to Chris and Stacy. Chris is basically just like complaining to Stacy about how he is just so 
heartbroken because Caitlin and Camille are now kind of like an item since Camille was like, oh, I want to explore things. And he basically just like breaks things off with Vey to spend time with Caitlin. Starts making out. They make out a ton, basically all episode. And then Chris complains to Stacey about all of this and then they make out. And then. Well, first he's talking to Lisa, right? A and they're bit. like out on the floaty and then he like comes in and then Stacy comes in and swoops in, right? Yeah. So Stacy after they kissed was like it wasn't bad, but there was nothing passionate. Right. About it. It doesn't really feel like there's a burning ember there, but who knows? It feels like Stacy's trying to get a rose. Honestly, I feel like Chris and Stacy are both like we'd rather be with other people, but like this is convenient. And I do think she just came over to comfort him. Yeah. But Lisa was already kind of comforting him, so it was kind of, like, awkward. So, Alice on her date with David does mention that she does not tolerate liars at all. And I feel like this is very important because David, throughout this episode, I feel like everyone sees as super disingenuous. Yeah. Everything about him, they're like, these are crocodile tears. These are, like, acting well, like he's an we actor. We find out later, yeah, that that's... And he really does come off... I don't know if it's... I just don't see how it all can be editing. Like, it is so phony. Yeah. So phony. But... On an up, upbeat note, they does find a um, mate, Joe, from... Yes. Alabama. Alberta. Alberta. Not close to Alabama. <laughs> Basically, the Alabama of Canada. Yeah, right. Um. So they do this, like, Sadie Hawkins dance... Which I hate Sadie Hawkins dances. We had these in high school, but we called it turnabout. And it's basically the girls ask the guys to a dance. And in this version, they had to seal it with a kiss. So they and Joey had obviously like sparked a little romance. They'd kissed a little bit. So they were one of the pairings. Um, Anna asked David. Angela asked Brendan M. I actually found this to be like a little bit like uncomfortable. Because um, you're forcing at least two women to kiss the same guy because there's, there's an more uneven women. amount yeah. right so that means that like you're forcing kind of like forcing well we find out not forcing but you make it extremely uncomfortable for people that are like i'm not that that's type not of my person. vibe yeah yeah so lisa kisses jeremy and chooses jeremy but then kit also chooses jeremy and then he has to choose between the two. He chooses Kit, but it's, like, so awkward. And I feel bad for Jeremy in this weird position, but I also feel bad for both girls. Right. It's, like, not comfortable. Alice basically says, I don't want to kiss someone just to secure a date. This is not, like, my just thing. secure dance, yeah. And I actually had, like, a lot of respect for, like, her decision. to, And, like, I feel like that's respectable to say that, too, because I was like, wow, like... I hold you high higher because you were able to like step and say that. Whereas you like very easily could have just given into peer pressure. But like she has enough self value is how mm -hmm. I look about it that she could be like, no, I'm not just this shallow thing that is going to like make out with some guy for no particular reason. Like I hold my values to a certain standard. Yes. Yeah, so. Basically, we then have this awkward dance. David wants to apologize after three years to Lisa. And then Alice chooses to leave because she says she's uncomfortable with everything, that she needs, like, more of an emotional connection versus just, like, lust. Which, 
like we just said, we really appreciate that she was like, you know what? This is not for me. I want to find a husband. I don't want to find someone to make out with. Right. And it also feels like objectifying a little bit as well when you do that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. where you're like, okay, the women need to make out with the guy or kiss the guy, I guess, you know? Yeah. Huh. So then David just says that he would have given his rose to her and he's just so upset and he doesn't know what to do. And he's just so heartbroken. And then poor Anna is like, I just asked you on a freaking date and kissed you. And right. you're like acting like you're so heartbroken over this other girl. And so kind of like, Anna feels like crap. But well, the way it came off to me was David was like trying to make some women fight for his rose, mm-hmm. which to me was kind of like petty a little bit. Because yeah. I'm like, what do you want them to grovel? Like. He basically said, well, now I'm the swing rose. So, you know, Lisa has to ask for my rose. Anna has to ask for my rose. Like, all these girls need to come to me and try to get my rose. Because it was going to go to Alice, and now it's not. Which I doubt that Alice would have accepted a rose from him. After seeing her make out with Anna and probably make out with another person. You know, like, I don't know. And, like, Lisa doesn't want his rose. Anna doesn't want his rose. Like, there's... Well, Anna will take his rose, it seems like. I think she'll take it, but I don't think she wants a relationship with him. I think it's more of like, I want the rose so that I can stick around to find someone better. And at the end of this episode, we get Joey confronting David about his, like, insincereness, where he's like, you are not sincere. These are fake tears. Like, you're making people try to feel bad for you. You're just being, like, shady. Well, Kit, like, totally has a little chat with David and, like, You know, she's doing her confessional and she's like, I'm not buying these crocodile tears. Yeah. Where he he was so like fake and everyone's like, well, he's an actor in real life and you can tell and he's not a good actor. Right. Because good actors don't act. Right. It's like comes off natural. So that's like the whole idea behind good actors. Everyone was over his stuff. And he thinks he's still in this power position. Honestly, I would love to see Anna and Lisa, like, give each other a rose and see David go home. I don't know if it's going to happen. But, man, that would be nice. If Anna and and Lisa. Lisa. Like, if Anna and Lisa were like, let's give each other a rose and let's say sayonara to David. How would that even work? Well, I know, like, in past seasons, like, Demi accepted a rose from a female. So I'm sure. Yeah, but that was, like. That was like pre-planned. I know. You know. I don't know. But I really don't want to see David any longer on this show. I have a feeling as soon as the girls are in power, he'll go home. But I really don't want to say goodbye to like Lisa at this point. And yeah. poor Anna hasn't had really a shot either. I don't no. know. And we already had to say goodbye to Alice, who was really great. So I'm it just looks bummed. Like up in the. Uh... So basically, Chris comes in and he's like. <laughs> He wants to, I don't know what he wants. He wants to, like, woo Caitlin. Yeah, he's like, Caitlin, like, I want to have a chat with you. I felt like we had this really big connection. Like, we need to explore this. Like, what you feel with Camille, like, it's probably not as strong as what we had. And it's super awkward. You can tell Caitlin's super uncomfortable. And then Camille does walk in and say something along the lines of, like, are you doing okay? Like, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Which I thought was very smart because she was obviously uncomfortable. And it was kind of like, I don't want to say like a savior moment because I don't think she needed a savior no, moment. Like, in fact, it actually but, kind of came off a little bit like, I don't want to say condescending, but like very much like 
gender roles where I'm mm-hmm. like, come on, dude. Like it doesn't, it's not a good look on Camille per se, but it's also not really a good look on Chris either because Chris can't catch a tune. Like he can't see a. Like a hint, like a catch hint. the hint. Yeah. But I do, like I appreciate him for coming in because if I was in an awkward conversation with some dude who was like, oh, leave your boyfriend and like come hang out with me and you're like feeling super uncomfortable. Like if someone, like your actual boyfriend came in and was like, hey, like how, like how are you feeling? Right. Like. That can be very comforting. Which I don't mind Chris. I think he's okay. I think Chris is okay. I think Camille is okay. But, like, Chris, like, was in... Like, he had a good thing going with Stacy. Why mess that up to, like, try you know, to... I wouldn't say it's a good thing, but he's definitely making an uncomfortable situation here. I have a feeling that next time David and Chris may be the two to go home. Maybe. Uh, they did show a sneak peek for the next episode, because this is where they end the episode... And it showed Camille confronting Joey and, like, trying to tell him that Vey's too good. Which I'm like, Camille, like, you need to just stay. Either stay with Caitlin or stay with Vey. Like, right, don't like go you, back and forth. Right. Like, and then, you know, of course Joey's going to be like, what? Like, you're going to come and, like, tell me what's going on here? Like, stay in your lane, you know? I don't know. I, I can't wait to see it. I'm really excited for it. So we will share that episode with you next week on another episode of The Batch Report.